Welcome to the Ceramics Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Tuya, and here are my co-hosts, Gustav Hamilton, Cami Klimako, and Christopher Gale. Hi. Um, I just like, as an aside, um, both Wade and Christopher, Chris? Whatever is easiest. worked out so great. Because I love like when nobody has anything in common. Because I, I love forcing friendship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do too. And also, I was Make thinking, them come to the house yeah. and sit and just be talk. friends. There's, exactly. there's only been like 10 people that have ever come to my apartment. Which <laughs> it's, is like, so, yeah. it's so weird too. <laughs> no one comes over also, here. Also, I feel like Wade, Chris and I have so much in common because our work is so awesome. <laughs> And then I don't know. And then I have this couch, which is cool. Thanks for you provide the space. (laughs) So you're here from San Francisco. Yes. And how long have you been there? So I moved from I moved to Oakland seven years ago, and yeah, and before that I was born and raised in Bangkok, Thailand. And then oh wow yeah so that's kind of a big city, right? Yeah. So Bangkok is basically New York without the snow. But oh. everything else is literally the same. Same, same like garbage in your same rats. <laughs> yeah, rats family, um, <laughs> yes. rat soup city. Cool. Um, yeah, just yeah. all like the the flood and everything. <laughs> nice. Yes, and, wow. the, and the heat waves and everything. Yeah. Oh wow! So were you like, what made you decide to come to the United States? Well, somebody told me that I was going to be a successful artist if I were to move to the Bay. And I was like, sure, why not? I was like 23. I was like ambitious. And my ego was like all the way to the roof because I was like at the time when I was in Thailand, I was doing freelance work. Okay. I was doing illustration. Yeah, because yeah. that's kind of your background, I feel like. Yeah, that's where I started. I was doing illustration. And then my sister, who is that someone, <laughs> was like, you should move to the States. But I think her thing was just to scam me to come here so she can help me pay rent basically okay, so she needed a roommate she needed she was a roommate like, i yes. don't want to meet anyone new exactly just like just stay with me and talk to me yeah so that's why i moved here was just basically like getting more like experience into the art world and also um my dad's american my oh. mom's thai so i just feel like it would be a waste for me to not use my like citizenship <laughs> Like, I'm not joking. Like, literally, I'm like, I feel like I need to use it. Like, I feel like for once I need to use it. So I was like, yeah, the state makes sense. So I'm like, here now. Yeah, I have Italian citizenship and I feel like I need to use it. Yeah, so you're moving tomorrow. Yeah, I guess I'm going to just go right now, I guess. Yeah. Wrap this up. Had you visited before? Like, you'd be you coming Yeah, so I've been, I've been to the States like three times. Yes, I've been here three times. Once was when I was five and then when I was nine okay and then the other time when I was 16 oh okay so when you got here what like what happened first um you mean on like like you moved in with your sister and oh then... okay <laughs> well okay so the thing is like when Wait, I got what did you think I meant no, like, I thought you meant, like, when I was, like, like we're going back oh, to no. when I was, like, I mean, five. if we want to. Yeah, we don't have enough time. Really time. Do you remember no. what it was like when you were five? Oh, yeah, I remember. Okay, so when I was five, we were... Okay, I remember being in Tacoma. Okay. Random. Beautiful. Um, beautiful. It's, I mean, for me, from what I remember, it was, like, gorgeous, like, forest. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, like, I was in Tacoma. I remember, like, parts of it. I remember... Um, What's that? Like, it's like Dairy Queen, but it's like the orange. 
Orange Julius? That thing. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> so I remember Orange Julius. Delicious. I know, it's so good. I remember that. I remember um, being in Tacoma for Halloween. Okay, why Tacoma though? Because, oh, my dad, um, he has a friend who lives there. Okay. And so we were okay. visiting him. Cool. Yeah, I okay. guess we, we needed a backstory. It wasn't just like, well, here Tacoma you go, is Tacoma. Just such a fun yeah. thing. It's so yeah. random, right? And I, I thought it was so cool from when I was like, remember when I was five? Yeah. And then I went there last year and I was like, you're like, man, that place sucks. Well, <laughs> to not like disrespect, but I was just like, oh yeah, sorry, it was. Yeah, sorry, Tacoma. <laughs> no, yeah, I was, I was there and I was like, oh, it's different, I guess. <laughs> it's cute, it's cute. Um, no, yeah, so I remember parts of that. I don't remember much about my trip when I was here at nine, but we were in Arizona because um, my grandma passed away. I see. So we were here. And then when I came here, when I was... Actually, it was probably like between 14 to 16. I'm not sure. It was around that age. Uh, my sister was already living here. And so us as a family were just here to visit her in San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. And then now, now back to like to the present, <laughs> uh, well, past seven years ago, when I first moved here, I... What did I do? I didn't do anything. I saved up a lot of money from all my uh, all of my illustration gig yeah. that I did back in Thailand. And I was like, I had like so much money. I was like so ready. And I was like, yeah, I'm like bank. And then I came here and then I like converted all my money and it was only $4,000. <laughs> but in Thailand, that takes you like far. You're like five stars hotel. Everything's nice. But here it's like crap. You can just buy a plane ticket back. Literally. <laughs> literally. You can't even buy a plane ticket. I don't even know at the time. Yeah, in San Francisco, yeah. that's like a month-ish rent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so came, uh, came, came to the States <laughs> and was just like, great, I need to find work. I can't be an artist now. I need to like be an actual human being with a regular job. And what did I do? Oh, I applied at a lot of coffee shops. I applied Blue Bottle, did not get any callbacks, did not, nothing. I applied to Whole Foods, did not get any callback. And the worst part was I applied at Thai restaurants. No, don't say Five it. Thai restaurants. And I will name them all. Lot, <laughs> lot. Okay. Um, okay. All them, all them, like, burn, burn, baby, burn. No. Um, I applied to all of those five places and none of them reached out to me. And I was so angry because I'm like, wait, I can't, like, I'm a citizen here. I also speak Thai. I'm like, I'm like, we're, we're you know, we're, we're, we're together. Like, we should help each other out. But, yeah, that didn't happen. And then, yeah, and then I just, like, joined a customer support thing. Customer support <laughs> Like, thing? I was doing, like, customer service, like... Really? Yeah, at, at a tech company. Because oh. that was the only job that I could find. And I got into that job. Um, and, yeah, and I was just answering Did you, tickets. like, have a headset? Uh, no, it was, it was all, like, through, like, just typing and just okay, being, like... that's probably really nice. Sorry that you had a bad experience with this game. Here's yeah. 500 coins. And then you just give them. Oh, I'm so oh. sorry for all those emails I sent you. <laughs> it was <laughs> all those puzzle games. I can't believe that would be yeah. something that I would do. Yeah. Um, the, the machine stole my money. <laughs> the yeah. internet stole my Trust money. Me, I've gotten I all, all of, like, the bad experience from that. And I think it, you know, helped me to become a stronger person. And, like, <laughs> more tolerance. And then I joined ceramics. Well, Is that the worst shop you ever had? Let me think. I feel like it wasn't like the worst job, but 
Wait, let me think. I think the worst job that I ever had was DJing at a kid's party. <laughs> but like, whoa. that was like, but it's also like back in Thailand, so it was like kind of fun, but not really fun. Okay. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. It was like, I don't know. I feel like times were different back then. I mean, I was it wasn't that long. It was like maybe yeah. like fifteen years, years ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I was literally a fetus. Um, no, it was like fifteen years ago. I was at a bar. And they were like, okay, you know pop music. Okay, play Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> and that was the vibe. Oh, And wow. that was it. And it was just like all the like Pussycat Hit. Dolls, Britney Spears. Big yeah, and it was like, dance, a, big it was like a pool party. But there were kids. But then there were also like, not go-go dancers. But it was just, <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. Party starters. Yeah. They like have, they like Yes, hired. they were the vibers. Yeah. That's what they called them. The yeah, vibers. vibers. Vibers, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a real that's real. That's a real thing. It's they a real do them thing. here too. Yeah. Yeah. Vibers. Uh, wait, I know you're the host and not the interviewee of this podcast, but what, what was the worst job you ever had? <laughs> oh man. He's uh, like, was it not he's or, like or did we already handler. talk about it for a while? No, the sculpting. No, sculpting no, no, no. People. I, I, I worked in an oil refinery <laughs> painting pipes. Whoa. Um, like you had to paint it with a two part epoxy epoxy paint oh my God. and it you would mix like this two quart container of paint and you had to use it all in like 30 seconds and wherever it was it solidified hard and it was like oh my god that sounds like cancer yeah it was basically cancer like a, and you had to put it on these on these huge pipes that would transport uh, petroleum crude petroleum to these tanks for holding uh <laughs> Wow. And they would like roll this, they would hook this machine up to them and roll it across. And what it would do, it would pass like an electromagnetic field around it to, and they would like check to see if there was any bare spots on the pipe. Because if there's bare spots on the pipe at the PSI that they were pumping it, it would eventually erode a hole right there and oh, explode out. And that was the worst. That How was long horrible. did you do that for? Uh... Like six months. Well, <laughs> you have a high time. tolerance. Yeah, it was Wait, it was rough. What, what was your <laughs> worst job? I gotta think. Target. About what was your <laughs> target? Was bad, but it wasn't that bad. You hate it so bad though, <laughs> to the point you hate Kansas. So yeah, come on, Gus. The whole thing was bad there. But it might. Have, I worked at a country club. That was a pretty bad job. <laughs> yeah. I was a busboy at a country oh, club. No. Yeah. Did you at least get? tipped was yeah it, was not it, really no yeah Damn. no and i was like i wasn't in, i was like 15 i wasn't into drinking which like would have been the only perk i mean right. that, i would like occasionally steal booze for my friends that were yeah. like yeah That's yeah fair. if i would have been into it it would have helped yeah what about you i've had so many bad jobs <laughs> it's crazy i'm like i can't pick okay this is my this is definitely not first... Katie's worst job but one of the funniest ones is she used to work at this place for it and then she found out that the one of the one of like the the um, what's it called like loading dock guys was shaking down all the truck drivers. Oh, we can't even get into that. That was so bad. <laughs> oh man, there was some shady shit. Oh my god, I can't. I don't. I can't talk about it because it's in New York. Yeah. But one of the worst jobs was a, I was my my second job. My second was job was the worst job, and I worked at an old country buffet. So it was like a chain buffet, yeah. And I was a busser, so, oh. just so you just pick up disgusting plates where people like in Ohio. Like, I'm gonna get pudding, yeah. chicken fingers, like 
Jello, macaroni yeah. salad. People what was with it, the they would stay thing? for like two hours. Yeah. Was um, this like in Kent? No, in um, in Parma, Ohio. Oh my god! Yeah, it was crazy. I worked there for two shifts. If you showed up with an iPad, like you could really kill a day there. <laughs> like at least before, you'd have to stare at the wall. <laughs> I feel like the I I don't think I had like a bad experience at any of the jobs that I've had. I think it's just more like. Either I have like weird things that happen or it was just so boring. Yeah. Yeah. But like there's just so okay, so I don't know if you are you that familiar like with the tech world. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually I used so. to run Facebook actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I <laughs> No, I don't know anything about it. I You're like, like I worked for a company called Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Apple. Yeah. Apple. No. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I think like working in tech for me, I, I'm still in tech, so maybe I should not be talking about this, but I feel like you find a lot of interesting drama inside uh -huh. the work. Oh, so really? I think for me, it's not like, oh, it's the worst. It, it, I think it's emotionally draining. I would say that's the mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Whoa. Yeah. So wait, so what do you do? What? What are you doing in tech? Can we ask or not? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I do uh, like UI UX. Oh yeah. Um, also like visual design, basically. Cool. Yeah. That yeah, that's kind of like a super big deal, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess I should have said I used to work in tech. Okay. Because um, I haven't like really been working in tech for like almost a year now. Because yeah. of COVID or because of um, because kinda. you're just like moving on. It was that. It was it was like literally like. It was like a blessing in disguise to like I don't know I feel bad like saying like pandemic was also a good thing that happened yeah. for 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 me God, personally know. you know yeah. it I sucks know. to admit yeah, that but for me it was like it was literally like how, when when will you ever get an opportunity to make ceramics like one year straight the yeah. next pandemic I yeah. know literally <laughs> I'm like can't wait in like six more months man yeah. I know like just a little bit more yeah and I think yeah. like for that it was like I got so I got like unemployment so I've just been living off unemployment and just like been doing like yeah. ceramics so you're like okay I have this time yeah. so how did you well, when did you, you actually start doing ceramics yeah I started like 2018 actually okay. Um, I started 2018. I started at Clay by the Bay. I don't know if you know of yeah, this spot. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, so I took a hand it's building super class. Super popular. Yeah. Also, like, I feel so like, un like not even at the level of, of you, like compared to like no, your no, experience no, no, no. and my experience. Like, you went to like 10,000 schools, and I'm like, oh yeah, I joined right. this. That yeah. has its advantages and disadvantages. Yeah. yeah, I think like for me, yeah, I started doing like 2018. Took a hand building class. And I loved it because it was like turning, like I've always wanted to make toys when I was a kid. Like I've always been obsessed with like action figures and like even like like small little tchotchkes and stuff like that. And I'm like, I, you know, and I do like I draw. So I want to like see how that looks like. But I'm also obsessed with making things that are useful. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, how can I find a balance of making stuff that it that are useful for people but also represents myself and so that's kind of like the idea why i was like okay let's do ceramics you know my friend took a ceramic class um at ruby's 
which is a high fire um, studio in uh, like near like the Castro area. And I just like walked in with him and then he was like, here, here's some clay, try it out. And yeah, and that's, that's literally, I was like, I was so obsessed with it. And then, but it, yeah. But sorry. you had a draw, like you had an illustration practice way yeah. before that. Was yeah, like I started drawing cartoons. like, yes. I mean like officially like doing it as like a career, I guess that started like, like I would say like 2011. Okay. That's yeah. when I first started um, to like start like actually making money out of it. But like I started drawing like as like since I was a kid, like five years old. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But there's like periods of like weird stuff around. Like I think for <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's like, it's hard for me to like call myself and be like, I'm an artist. I illustrate or whatever. Because I feel like the actual thing doesn't really start to like when 2011 i would say since that's when i like started actually making money out of it oh, yeah i love mm. that you're like you're like about making money and i'm like oh that's when you start oh. taking yourself seriously oh. yeah literally like, you want to know something funny i also started doing ceramics because i thought it was going to make me so much money too and man, jokes on what me a mistake. i know yeah. Yeah. Jokes yeah. On me. i thought this is like oh yeah i'm gonna do west coast craft i'm gonna like like West Coast Craft is like a did, craft. Yeah, did yeah. you do it? Yeah, I did it, and I literally made a bunch of stuff for West Coast Craft because I was like, it's like really hard to get into, right? Like it's curious. I think like it was of... at the time, sure. yeah, like before pandemic, it was definitely like a thing that people were like. It's like a, it's like an SF like staple. Like oh yeah, I'm an artist like at West Coast Craft. Yeah, yeah. it was literally <laughs> like that like very like oh, yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But, I love it. yeah, and I was like, yeah, I got, I got to that spot I was like I'm gonna like make so much money because I'm gonna sell like all my like stupid looking pots to like these suckers and then you turn out you're like oh great like you're making all this stuff and it takes so much time that yeah. it's like I can't even calculate and yeah you made like three dollars yeah. an hour so yeah. after feeling stupid for like <laughs> did you sell a lot of stuff I did it. <laughs> so I feel oh like. Oh my god, how deflating. I know, like, this is not oh, a success no. story. No, I think it's. Well, it is. I, for me personally, like, I, like, you know, with all this, like, stuff that I'm saying, like, I do love ceramics. Like, it's not something that I'm familiar with because I just started, but I don't know. I'm really, like, it, it gives me joy. I think, obviously, I think it does give me joy because. <laughs> Or else, like, why would you be spending, like, eight to ten hours at a studio, like, or even more? Yeah. Like, sometimes 14 hours if you don't really love it. The, Unless you're trying to make money, yeah. I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> jokes on me again, yeah. There was this guy, he's still, he teaches somewhere, Ron Geibel, who's, like, he's a ceramics guy. Um, but he was in grad school when I was in undergrad. Yeah. And he, I think maybe with another grad student, he was, like, had the same thought. Like, we did a big holiday sale every year. <laughs> And he was like, I got this shit figured out. Like, we're in Montana. People love souvenir pots. Yeah. I'm going to make all these press-molded Montana souvenir pots that have, like, yeah. sprigs on it that have, like, pictures of mountains and stuff. And it was like, you know, he was in grad school for, like, three years. He did it his first year. And, like, by the third year, he was still just trying to sell off the stuff that he made the first <laughs> oh year. Oh, my he's God. Sell it for, like, $5. Oh, yeah. Nice. Like, oh, my God. If you, clearly, like, if you like, buy yeah. something here, I'll give you one of these. <laughs> yeah. Like, buy one, get three yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, please take these. Wait, did, you ever, did you ever do, like, a big sale like that? Because you said you made pots at the start. Yeah. yeah. At, at LSU and Cranbrook, we did pots. Pottery sales, yeah. um, 
LSU, I, I would sell a couple things, you know, maybe like, maybe max 10, 10 bowls or something. Yeah. Like go- goofy stuff. Um, and then Cranbrook, uh, Anders would have us do a cup sale. Like every grad student had to make, I don't, it, was it like 20 yeah. cups? That's kind of cool. I like and, that. and like, and no matter what they were, they were all priced for $25. Cool. Oh, wow. And, um, and it was just a way for us to build funds for uh, a class trip. Like we yeah. would travel wherever. We went to Indonesia and then we went to Portugal and Spain. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I have a question for all you three actually. <laughs> like, do you feel like, okay, like, cause I know like you all like do like sculpture pieces, but how do you feel about making like small functional pieces? Like, do you love it or do you hate it or like what's, Oh, What's I feel really good about it. I know, I know. Actually, I know <laughs> yeah. you love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like really love it too. You love it, too. Uh, but I don't do it that often. Mm-hmm. But when I do, there's like, like this is like a old cup that I made, with like when I right after I finished grad school, yeah. and I'll like go through spurts. Cool. I but I get to do a lot of it through Brooklyn clay. Yeah, you get mm-hmm. yeah. when um, before you had Brooklyn handmade, Brooklyn made. Yeah, I made a lot you more. You made a lot more mm-hmm. yeah. cups and stuff. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Do you no, still I'm, make stuff? Yeah, I still make functional cups. I make cups and pour-overs and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Yeah, I have a wheel in my studio. Nice, you yeah. do? Yeah. That's cool. It's like over in the corner. Yeah. It's been dirty for like two years. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, stay there. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, just like, now it's like boxes on top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like mosquitoes breeding in the slot bucket. <laughs> oh, oh, great. oh, that's real. Cammy. Why do you ask? Wait, what are you going to say? Kimmy has a kick wheel in her studio. You want oh. one so bad. I oh, don't. you don't? No, I didn't get it. Oh, okay. No. No, no. I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it. It's $350, but I don't know. But anyway, but why do you ask? I just assumed you didn't listen to me when you asked me if you get it. <laughs> just like trying to ignore. Um, I, the reason why I ask, because I feel like I have a struggle between making like functional pieces and sculptural pieces sometimes. Like I have like a love-hate relationship with it. Uh-huh. And I'm just curious, like, because for me, like, I don't know, because this is so new to me, sometimes I feel like, oh, like, people are, like, I don't know, like, for me personally, I love making functional pieces. But I also feel like maybe there's, like, an aspect of people viewing, like, functional pieces as, like, that's not art or, you know, like, that that whole cliche Uh, thing. Yeah, totally. And so, like, for me, that's why I feel like I've been trying to make, like, more sculptural pieces. Uh But I still want to make it functional. Sure. So yeah. I can make something very, very like elaborate looking and weird looking, but it's a candle holder or like something like that that just yeah. gives me like the idea. Funny that you should say that because I was going to bring up the fact like in the last, I mean, just from your Instagram, yeah. like, you can see sort of this like progression where your work is really becoming really way more complicated. Um, it was really very simple, like kind of face, face pot, like character pieces right right yeah character cups or planters or whatever Mm -hmm. and now they're sort of like kind of growing and expanding and so do you feel like I mean are you trying like what are you where do you think you're going or like where do you want to go I think for me it's make bigger sculptures I all like I'm only like I've only made one big sculpture and that was for like a recent art show that I like helped curate it and it was like me and my friends like we all like just like did stuff together at yeah. this space that it was like a lo- also like my friend's space and we were just like we're bored let's do it you know so I had the opportunity to do something like that and that like made me feel like 
this is fun you know mm-hmm. like this is finally like I'm making stuff for me rather than just like making stuff and always like thinking about like functional and all that stuff in a uh, way yeah. if that makes sense yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I but there's something about me like going back to like making stuff functional again so I'm just trying to like bring those two together and I'm also like trying to bring more of my illustrations that's my that was gonna yeah. be my next question that's like that's, how yeah. driven are the ceramics to the illustrations I think the faces are the same yeah the faces definitely. like yeah. you know that's the character that I like did but I think like ceramics are like definitely like the PG-13 version of my illustrations that's right. <laughs> and then like my full illustration I don't know if you've seen it but it's like <laughs> I've seen it's not PG-13 <laughs> it's like you know like little <laughs> butt stuff and all that stuff <laughs> so for me it's like little butts stuff. yeah like butt stuff yeah. you know like you know who doesn't you know whatever <laughs> so for me it's like starting out like i kind of like had that thing where i'm like okay this is me as a ceramicist and this is me as an illustrator and i've always thought that the two should be separated even though it still lives in the same world, but now I actually want them to like be in the same, like not just like same different country, not like from different countries. I want them to be in the same city. Yeah, that's going to be so exciting. So that's where I'm like heading. Like somebody in like a ball gag or something. I mean, (laughs) okay, like we'll we'll talk about (laughs) this stuff later. Um, I'm just, I don't know like if (laughs) it's too much. can't wait to see it no who yeah. needs to talk about wait you oh. need to talk about it or, or I mean, if it's no, too much on the piece I feel like it's I mean it's just like again butt stuff oh, yeah. but, <laughs> but I think it's just more like yeah I just want it to be more visual yeah, if that totally. makes sense I'm, yeah. I'm totally I think you it. go for it yeah. oh yeah. for sure yeah, like, I don't think like, like I'm like scared of like what people would perceive yeah. because that's always like I'm like I don't care like yeah you know like I'm from Thailand like so if you're offended like fuck you that's pretty much it you know like just unfollow me yeah like literally like unfollow me like if you don't like my work report maybe I don't care well don't report me but like unfollow me don't do that exactly and so for me it's always been like whether like how to find the right time and moment and I think pandemic was the right time for me to do that into a different scale also um I just did um, a show at Hashimoto. It was a group show, um, Hashimoto uh, Contemporary. And that was like my first like gallery stuff that I've done ever. Uh This is so exciting. So like the illustration work has always just been like its own. Yeah, illustration work has always been like either like some company want like some merch or like some tech company wants like a you know they always get me when it's pride season that's yeah. where they come they're like can we can we get like something gay but 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 no butt stuff but something gay. <laughs> yeah and they always like reach out like during like stuff like that so that for me was like was more just like kind of like bread and butter type of stuff but yeah. i think like getting the opportunity to work or like to to show my work uh at hashimoto that was kind of like a different experience for me and I just never thought like you know like like I said when I first moved here I was like yeah I'm gonna be an artist and then it was just so depressing like <laughs> seven, it was like five years went by there's like no yeah. show um so you're just like at that point you're just like just make what the fuck you want like whatever yeah. you want and just like make stuff that you're like happy with and then I think that's for some it's like kind of like when you stop trying to like do something for something 
it will just happen. Yeah. It's so cliche, but it is kind of true in a way. Yeah. And or like if something's not happening, then you just make it happen for yourself. And that's why I had the other show because I was like, I didn't want to wait for some people to be like, oh, be a part of this show. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna like rent out this space, and then invite my friends to have a show. Yeah. yeah, I think that's actually when we had Adams Prairie on the podcast. Like, it was a, it's a lot of like making. I think making stuff happen. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like if you sit and wait for people to ask yeah. you, nothing's ever gonna happen. You're yeah. just gonna be like, why isn't the, why didn't they pick me? Exactly. But like, well, you yeah, know, plus I think sometimes you just gotta like people just need to see what it. Like, even if they're just going to see a picture of it, like, exactly. they need to see it not in your studio and, like, yeah. not... Because, um, like, stuff can look so different depending on how it's presented, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I if think... we put your stuff on, like, Naughty Pine <laughs> shelves, like, it'd be, like, a whole new world, you know? <laughs> Why would... Yeah, let's do... I guess let's do it. Right? Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think the one of the best things to do is to like carve your own space out like rent it do it do whatever you gotta do yeah like make your own solo show if you have to like just get it out there and do it because i think that's i think once you get into the habit of establishing that like you will do that if you have to i think that's when things start to really pick up because i think people start to notice they're like well how did you do that right um yeah. Also, with Instagram, it doesn't matter if anyone yeah. even comes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just like, take a couple of yeah, cameras. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. It looks great in the like, photos. Yeah. Literally, I, I looked at, you had the, a picture of the show you're talking about, yeah. and it was you and your friend. For all I know, it's just you and your friend. It was all Photoshop. No one. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. It's in the middle yeah. of a pandemic. But put some people in. Like, yeah. It doesn't actually... Yeah. I mean, it does matter, of course, obviously, but, yeah. you know, it's like still <laughs> you're making things happen more than not at all. I, I guess yeah. even the act of even the act of setting it up and making it look like a thing is happening is still doing something. When I, is, that, <laughs> oh God. is that when weird? I, when I was, it, the piece it turned out to not be very good, but I still <laughs> love the idea of it. When I was in grad school, I made like a set of blinds that you could put with your work so like if you were like installing a show like what i would do is i'd like install a show in, like in a crit space you know and like bumfuck nowhere in new york yeah and then it, my piece would like be on the pedestal and then behind it it was like a set of blinds you'd hang on the wall and you'd like drop it down and it said and it, <laughs> it was a photograph from inside matthew marks looking out so you could see the matthew <laughs> marks text in reverse on it oh and so I put it like kind of out of focus in the background <laughs> <laughs> It's Nobody That's bought it, but uh, <laughs> it's really good. I should have picked like a like a slightly lower tier, you know, like a, a, a believable, yeah, a little some in Chinatown, you know, <laughs> fifty six Henry, something like that. With the illustrations, because that's your personal style, really. Yeah. So what, like, where did where did the influences come from? Like, I know there's like a, I know that there's like a kind of a really important gay illustration something of somewhere it's like peter of denmark or something do you know what i'm talking about he's like a really he's like a cartoon tom of finland yes (laughs) but i love peter of denmark he's amazing get that now i was so fucking close yeah no very close yes um 
yeah I definitely drew inspiration from that for sure um I think um from Peter <laughs> 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 you were like he was hot Peter was like amazing like yeah I was like so obsessed no uh he wouldn't stop coming I think what like drew uh for me to like be very like overly expressive about my my identity and like put it through art was because I kind of like came out pretty late in like I mean who knows whatever I feel like for me I came out when I was like 23 like so when you moved here so when I moved here because I was scared that if I were to tell my parents when I was in Thailand yeah. they would kick me out mm-hmm. so I was like I'm just gonna wait till I move here and then do that and so when I like came out my art shifted um also I deleted a bunch of like my old art because it was very embarrassing because <laughs> I was like it doesn't resonate with who I who I am like today um so I felt like for me it was important for me to put my identity into my pieces or illustration like like into my drawings because like I think like still till today I'm still like discovering myself and still getting comfortable with who I am because it's it's a it's like you know it's I think it's going to be an ongoing journey but I think the more I put it out there the more it becomes like I like normalize I'm like normalizing it for myself so I can feel more comfortable if that makes sense yeah totally yeah um and then but your like the style of your pieces of your every like your style like where did, like it's very like maybe mm. out of that your love of toys or cartoons yeah or it was definitely like a lot of like watching like Cartoon Network when I was a kid um, or like even like old Disney cartoons like I think a lot of the faces are like inspired by that era like 50s and like I don't do a lot of research of like where I like you know I don't I wish I was more like that where I like would do research of like who I respect and all that stuff and for me it was just more like what i remember when i was a kid and i love this and i like this and i want this and this and that and then i would just put it into my art and i think like because i you know i was just doodling i wasn't expecting this was to be like a thing yeah um but yeah i just like kind of like evolve into its own thing and then i also moved here where when i moved sorry when i moved here i got really really inspired by like the bay area artist scene because that was Every, everything was so free there like everybody was like very expressive about their art like I don't know if you know Jeffrey Chung no I don't know so Jeffrey Chung um, he's he's a very like he's pretty like big right now and he's like one of like the first artists that I have met in person who is also like queer identifying um, and for me like I was like just wowed by him because he's very expressive with his work i'll like show you later and stuff um but yeah like he was just like yeah like when i first moved here i was like looked up to him because i was like this is like what i want to be like i want to be able to like express myself through my drawings and so but still obviously like have my own style where it doesn't feel like this could be someone else's you know so it's like it's like that balance yeah does that make sense yeah totally (laughs) yeah do you think does San Francisco I don't really know a lot about San Francisco does it have its own like style does San Francisco have a style I feel like 
the art i mean i don't know it's hard for me to like speak for the, the people i know like yeah just i'm not even from there but sure <laughs> uh no i think it's like there's something similar about the art there that is to the art here in mm -hmm. new york i that's how i view it um i feel like the two like go hand to hand together um but i do think like because i live in oakland and or like in the bay area and i know the artists personally like i know a few of them so i feel like for me i can like kind of like see what the style is and they're pretty expressive um but it's also very like there's some diy element to it yeah uh, i want to know about the skateboards yes. oh <laughs> yeah. so um the skateboard that i did for but you've done a couple right yeah, I've done a couple in the past, um, and I started that because of Jeffrey, actually. Jeffrey Chung, he uh, used to, like, paint skateboards. Okay. And that, to me, was, like, actually, like, one of my first pieces that I got from him, and I was like, he painted a board. I want to paint <laughs> on a board, too. So then I did that, and that's how I started. Um, but I've only done, like, maybe, like, I did, I did one for, like, there was actually a small show that um, someone invited me to do, and... It was like six sports all together, so I just like painted for that. And then recently there was a show, it was like some, uh, I forgot the name of the show, but it was a, like a Red Bull skateboard like deck show. Okay. And they were basically doing it for like, um, like chair, like donation basically. So if like you buy the board, the money goes to, you know, certain organization. Red Bull's charitable organization. Exactly. No, just so. they give, <laughs> <laughs> they, Red Bull. They give Red hey, Bull hey. babies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Little baby bottle. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I did a few of those, and for me that was fun because that's like I'm like I don't think I'm a good painter. Not I don't think I know I'm not a no, good I, painter. No, I love them. <laughs> thank you, yeah. thank you. But it's like it was it was it was a struggle because yeah. I think like I'm like my I'm good with drawing. Like I have a very clean line with that. But when it comes to painting, it's a different story. That's why I asked you, was like, uh -huh. do you like painting or do you paint? Because I feel like there's something like with my, actually that's my least favorite process too, with ceramics is the glazing and like the underglazing, like the painting part was like, that's we we have that in common. Like yeah. the glazing, I hate it. <laughs> it's horrible. Like, I agonize over yeah. it for three times as long. It's like if I would just sit down and do it, it would be done. And but I like extend it for like three hours and I'm like in yeah. pain. I'm like this sucks. Yeah, I'll I'll have like like I still have a bunch of stuff that's like greenware and it's still like on my shelf, like full shelf. And I'm like I don't even know where to put stuff, so I'll be like I'll clear some stuff to just so I don't have to paint them and I'll just make more stuff and let them, yeah. Until like I'm out of wearboards and I'm like, Okay, I probably need to do something. You're like it's yeah. like go time yeah like, like you're at a fever pitch yeah but when you're like on a roll you're just like that's when you like you just do it you know and I it's hard to get into that it's true though like the making of things is so fun it's like the immediacy yeah. of making and then when you get to glazing you really do have to like slow down yeah and it's like you, you have to do it, you have to do it th like underglaze you're like three coats yeah really <laughs> yeah for fucking real I have to do this three times but if you don't do it like if you short it you're like motherfucker yeah exactly yeah you're like, yeah. God, I just yeah just do it twice yeah you think you're frustrated now do it twice <laughs> yeah totally you gotta do it again yeah again. Oh, uh, do you think about your drawings ever like have you ever done drawings just as like just as drawings that are like i don't know how to ask this in, like 
Um, you don't know how to ask it without insulting it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you going to ask yeah. him? Yeah. Jesus. No. Uh, yeah, insult me. Like, because uh, you're like talking about it being like, like, like mostly illustration and like that most of the stuff that you do is kind of like geared towards that. But like, did you ever think about that? Like just as your own like artwork, like was illustration just your own artwork at a, at a point or was it like mostly just driven by, by work? Oh, you mean like, do I do that for like, like, do I just do drawings or do I do it for like commission stuff? Yeah. Um, just cause like, I feel like they would be so, um, like they would just be so nice as like big, like just big prints, you know? And, yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, all of, I think like a lot of the stuff that I do for myself, like you don't really get to see it. Um, and then a lot of them, I'm just like, I feel like it's, it's harder since I joined ceramic, like before, before ceramics, I think like a lot of the drawings, I do it for myself because yeah. I love drawing so much. Like drawings, like one of my favorite things, like ceramics. I love ceramics, but like I think I could never like stop drawing. You know, like that's just like what I started. Like you, che you're cheating on drawing with ceramics. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, let's meet up. You know, like no, like for me, like yeah, I would always like coffee breaks or lunch break at work or whatever. I would just go to like coffee shop and I would sketch. It's just like my favorite thing to do. Um, like, how do you actually do? You, like, just draw. Like, yeah, what are those drawings? Yeah. What's your like? I don't. I don't know. I like sit down at a. Okay, so I don't draw at the house ever, or even at the ceramic studio, because I think when you're at the, your house, there's so many distractions, and you just know you have all the time in the world to do something. Um, but when you're at a coffee shop or like cafe or whatever, you're like, okay, you're taking up someone else's space here. Like you should be like, or like you're at your lunch break. You only have like an hour. Like you have some sort of like time constraint and mm -hmm. that's when I feel like I can just draw and it just flows because it's just like you're just like fuck time crunch time crunch and then you just start drawing and sometimes it always starts with like a character or like some shapes and then it just builds up into that I don't really have like a plan of what I want to draw it's just more like this is what it is so that's why I think a lot of the drawings have like similar stuff intertwined with each other like certain characters that would go to this image or like stuff like that yeah yeah i think it's very similar for me like there's it builds a momentum and yeah. then you just like reference right and then pull exactly. and then reiterate it yeah again and again yeah or like if and then sometimes i'm just like i like cars i'm gonna draw cars <laughs> and right now it's been like that. i'm like i love cars i'm gonna just draw what's cars. your favorite car i okay so <laughs> I'm so excited to hear Okay, this. so lately, I've just been really, really obsessed with, like, uh, RAV4. Oh, wait. <laughs> like, uh, no. Sorry. Yes, Ford Focus. Yes, love it. No, um, That's my car. It was, like, uh, the Toyota RAV4. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. I just like what it looks like. It looks like... I can't even think of what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, it looks... It just looks... It, like, okay, it's, it's an SUV, it's right? Cute, yeah. It's yeah. Also, like, there's three cars in my life that I'm, like, obsessed with. Is RAV4. The other one is... um the uh the volkswagen golf like okay. gti golf i oh, just think yeah. they're so cute yeah really cute. That's and a cute then car. Yeah, yeah it's a cute car and then and i'm like so it yeah this is this is like turning me <laughs> <off>. <laughs> it's like Engine. the four-door gti is yeah. so cute it's yeah. so cute yeah. and then the third one is um mercedes uh i don't know the name of the the thing which i probably should do research but it's the 
You know the one that looks like a, a Hummer, like a Hummer tank? Yeah. But it's the Mercedes yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted yes. those. I want a metallic one. Wait, is it like a little boxy thing that looks... It's like, like a Jeep kind of... Yeah, it's like a Jeep, like a Mercedes Jeep. I love that car so much. I want like a white one and yeah. the metallic, like silver one and also one a black wow. one. Wow. And I was just going to be like... You know, <laughs> and get stuck in traffic. I don't even know how to drive. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm just in the driveway. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's, I think, like, right now, like, when I was a kid, I used to collect Hot Wheels. And I think for some reason now, it's like coming, coming back. back. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, been like drawing more cars. And also, I've been making more like ceramic cars. Like, yeah. yeah, that's have been like a new thing for me. You, so I'm making like a bunch of sets of that. You should look up our friend Keith Simpson. I, yeah. I feel like you oh, really? get a kick out of his. Yeah. yeah, he makes some really funny cars. Oh, I want to yeah. see that that's for sure. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you ever seen that video by Kenneth Anger, um, Scorpio Rising? Mm-mm. Oh my God, it's <laughs> the best video. So um, it's like a a blonde guy in a hot rod car and it's just like a sex shot of this guy like touching like with the car it's that's it that's all the whole video is that peter of denmark um yeah just keep just take a look i want to check that out yeah Yeah. it's like it's really important for gay film but um but the film itself like changed like kind of Mm -hmm. changed film like art film yeah very early art film cool Kenneth Anger yeah this but Scorpio Rising it's just like in the title it's so hot yeah that's yeah mm. and, but it's like American cars yeah it's like totally sexualized it's you like, guys I got some bad news no don't there's already a Peter of Denmark on Instagram really and he's got one follower oh damn so you could maybe buy his account <laughs> <laughs> We need to make Peter of Denmark like a thing. Yeah. Like I'm obsessed with that. I'll do a drawing just for you, Peter of Denmark. I'm 100 percent will do that. Okay, I'm. I like actually want because I don't really draw at all. I like draw on like line notebook mm-hmm. paper only when I'm like really just trying to like troubleshoot stuff. But yeah, you draw like pen and paper. Yeah, pencil and paper. Yeah, I do um, pencil, paper, and then I use. Um, 08 microns like pigma mm-hmm. yeah to, wait what is that um it's like those like i have it they're right like there. kind I'll of felt are they felt yeah they're tip? felt they're yeah. felt tip um like little like small like ball like not ball pen it's like pen okay um and that's where i do a lot of my illustration it's like i sketch them out in pencil then do that like tracing it so it's clean, and then I scan it, and then I color them in Photoshop. Oh, yeah. okay. That's that's, totally. that's a that's a very similar process to how yeah. I actually do it. Like I'll do pencil, and then I I just use like Sharpie or a black marker, right? And just like re- make it's like really fat, bold lines. Of yeah. Like what what's going on? And yeah. it looks like when it when you scan them or whatever, it just looks like it's like digital. So people would yeah. always think it's like vector. I, I like, assumed yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it was like a whatever yeah yeah computer drawings it doesn't look you know? like vector, but it doesn't look damn like, computers yeah it's cool it doesn't look like either i think some people would because like like for example like if you don't know that process like yeah. i can i can totally understand that because i've like like um not for me personally because i can see the pixelated version because i worked on those files but i can i can see from other people's perspective like they would think that this is like all digital yeah. Did you ever try like drawing on an iPad with in like fresco or something? Mm-mm. 
I, I mean, I, I did try. I, I don't like those. Yeah. Do you feel like the there's like the like a little bit of a lag between the hand and the pen, or what do you think? That's I think it's just the weird feeling of not being able to like physically like feeling the paper, right? Where or like knowing the weight of the pen or like pencil, and that sensation to me, it's like like oh sometimes you're like too heavy-handed or like i don't know that's just for me for for some reason ipad just feels weird yeah yeah the like directness of the mark making yeah is like loss yeah yeah and i think it's like also nice because you know like i used to work in like tech so i feel like a lot of my work has already been like through digital world mm -hmm. so i always love like doing something physical and that's also like a good thing for like for me to do ceramics too because it takes me away from computer in a way right, yeah. yeah yeah so how much time do you go how much time do you spend at your studio like what is your like day-to-day -day like my day-to-day -day, uh i wake up i cook i get coffee i never make coffee I always go out to get I think that's just a socialized thing I just like like because I'm so lonely I'm like can you please talk to me I'll tip you can you talk to me yeah I would do that and then I would just head to the studio and then yeah and I what do you need for breakfast um I make like that's kind of a personal question <laughs> I'll talk about my breakfast all day I love eggs eggs are like always there there needs to be eggs so yeah. I would sometimes I'll just make like eggs with saute veggies and bacon or if I feel a little bit like risky then i'll do like um like a rice paper thing like i'll heat up the rice paper then um I'm, i'll get like two eggs put it on top then i'll use chopsticks to like stir it and then it'll heat up and it looks like a like kind of like an egg pancake basically ah. and then you add on the ham and the mayonnaise and the chili paste and the green onions and then you fold it and then you eat it i feel like i would get so much more done if i was eating that for breakfast as opposed to what you do eat for breakfast which is basically lucky charms <laughs> <laughs> like, They're called like literally puffins, anybody okay? would They're feel <laughs> like you would get more done if you ate that i think it's a whole process too it's like i enjoy cooking because I think like like with any of the stuff that I do, it's like it's all about like the process of it. But I also feel like sometimes like cooking takes away of a lot of your time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you cook? Yeah, I cook every pretty much every meal. Do you like cooking though? Yeah, I love cooking. See? I like uh, in graduate school. Actually, a couple of the grad students uh, at Cranbrook made this Instagram account called Dumpster Sushi. <laughs> um, <laughs> where we would like bring random ingredients yeah. and just cook it all together and then eat it <laughs> <laughs> some of it was scary some of it was actually pretty good I but mean, it's it, called dumpster sushi yeah it's, it's still yeah. it's still active and <laughs> there's a couple like every now and again there'll be like a new photo that pops up and we always like question like who posted that yeah like what's going on oh that's fun it's real it's real weird yeah. stuff but i but i love i love to cook like i mean it's kind of like i feel like it's bred into me being raised in like louisiana it's like if you don't know how to cook you're like yeah. half of a person <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you two cook i cook a lot i don't cook very much <laughs> oh, lucky i'm kind of like half a person <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, I, I'll like go through spurts with it yeah. but mostly it, it's yeah you do yeah, yeah it's mostly because it's like 
if I cook, if I decide to cook dinner, it means I can't go to the studio that night. Oh, yeah. And since I work, like, you know, like, nine to five, it's, like, I get studio, I get nights in my studio. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, a lot of times if I, if I know I'm not going to go to my studio, I'll come and cook dinner, but, yeah. yeah. Here's how I know that he, that he <laughs> goes to spurts, because when you do cook, literally everybody knows about it. Yeah. Oh, because you post about it. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> Or yeah. you text people and show them. It used to be, so... A big part of it used to be that, like, any night that I was going to cook, I'd be, like, I'd, like, get, like, a six-pack of beer and, like, a bottle of whiskey and come back and just be, like, hammered cooking yeah. in my kitchen, <laughs> which I don't do as much of, but mostly it's, like, I'll be, like, we'll be at Brooklyn Clay, it'll be, like, nine in the morning, and I'll just be eating spaghetti, like, talking to everybody, being, like, I made these meatballs. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, then the next day, he's still, like, two, three days later, still eating the meatballs, like couple days. I after really that. pushed yeah, it the last so, one. Yeah, yeah we, I made real, too much. It's a real journey. <laughs> yeah. It's a moment. It's a moment. Yeah. yeah. Cammy's a great cook, though. Cammy. Yeah. And my brother's a really good cook. Yeah. And so for Christmas, like Cammy, my brother, Cammy's boyfriend crew, and I, like we all stayed in New York because we didn't want to go home because we were like, COVID. Was, yeah, COVID. COVID and yeah. It was like so far, yeah. and so we were like. Totally. So we, the four of us rented a house together for Christmas, and we spent Christmas together, and it was so great. Like, yeah. Cammy and Anders just took turns cooking. Oh, nice. And we just ate for, like, three days straight. It was so fun. Yeah, we were just nice. trying to pile on more food. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It was the best. Yeah, I don't mind. I like cooking a lot. Yeah. Until too. someone's, like, someone, my boyfriend is, like, so what are you making for dinner? I'm like, what are you fucking making for dinner? <laughs> Pretty sure it's your fucking turn. <laughs> but then I'm like, and then, then you're like, like, actually, I'm cooking the whole turkey. <laughs> yeah, then I'll just be like, oh yeah, well, I they'll be ready in five minutes. Can we actually? Can we cook this Thanksgiving dinner too? Oh, yeah, oh that's nice. That's yeah. a that's a lot of work right? yeah i kind of skipped a lot of dishes but <laughs> it was it, it was, was actually fun. like it was a pretty it was it was pretty fine. good it was yeah. the best one i've had in years for sure oh jeez yeah. i've had some shitty ones okay <laughs> um it's a little better than uh, yeah uh are you using mako stroke and coat now back to ceramics sorry okay that was a quick so, segue <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice. um bam what was, what was that again are you using mako stro stroke and coat for glazes or what are you using no i still use am loyal to amico yeah um and really, i mean they should really start giving us free the us like all right free i stuff. actually did how that are they once. not giving you yeah. free stuff i literally like i did when i first started well when that was well, my ceramics was shitty back yeah. then, so they were probably saw it like you, you know, like <laughs> just screenshot your <laughs> followers and send it to them and say, <laughs> "Be like, hey, 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 yeah, you scratch my back, I scratch your back." No, um, they're like, we don't, we don't need to do yeah, exactly. They're like, who are you again? <laughs> they were like assholes. You just keep mentioning us exactly. for free. You, they're actually like, please stop using our product. <laughs> um, you're you're embarrassing us. No, I, I love Amico. Well, yeah. I don't, that sounds weird. I don't love Amico, but I think Amico works best. Yeah, it is um, really good. For me, I obviously some colors are just not good. Yeah. Like Teddy Bear Brown. That is a wolf color. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> I was using so much of Teddy Bear Brown a couple days ago. Who? On, on a teddy, you were? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry for no, the teddy, not, bear, teddy bear brown community it out was, there. It was literally, you have other teddy bear brown. <laughs> There's so like bad. a niche. Like, There's, I know one group. person um, who does that. And it was like, a, like her name is Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> um, she made this really amazing, out. awesome sculpture. 
and it was so cute it was probably like one of her best work that I've seen and it looked amazing and you know when like when you first uh, when you paint on it before you fire it it looks so good because yes. it's like matte yeah. and, it's like and kind once of you fire it yeah and it's like Ooh. you know like that's what you would see on the streets because that yeah. brown is like all like it looks like shit. wet shit yeah <laughs> wet it glossy shit. it's like yeah. slightly glossy it looks wet yeah and, and it's it not a good one. Stinky. It yeah. looks like you don't want to touch <laughs> yeah. it. So yeah, sorry, Teddy Bear Brown community out there. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I would say like certain when it comes to that, I just use other glazes, and I do find like I don't know if you know yeah. Leslie's. Um, it's like a Leslie's like their ceramic supply store in uh, in the Bay, and they make their own like underglaze. Oh, cool. And their yeah. underglaze is actually pretty legit. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, it's like some colors really work well. So I found like, yeah, medium brown is the color, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I wanted my teddy bear brown. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much. I've I've used underglaze still. Yeah. yeah. And I tried. Actually, we talked about. That's how I like. I messaged you. Yeah. Um, a while back, um, and I asked you about like, have you ever done like using like um acrylic or even like gouache or whatever to yeah. paint on your stuff and you said you only use underglaze right yeah yeah and yeah I, yeah like it, and i use like amico uh and mako mm -hmm. well i use the mako just because it comes out glossy so like mm. it saves a step if i want something to be glossy right, right um yeah. and then like random glazes but i just started trying to paint on the ceramic pieces and i'm just like waiting to see how it holds mm -hmm. up yeah because if it doesn't peel off i might just like I'll, I, I think I'll paint with acrylic yeah. sometimes on it. There's a way you can just like coat it too with the varnish. Is it the varnish or it's primer and then it's yeah yeah varnish yeah if, at the end. If I were gonna do it, <clears throat> which I've done it, <clears throat> my whole graduate work was oh. painted <laughs> on glaze ceramic. No, on rock. Because that, that's like I want to oh. paint on top of like glaze ceramic. Yeah. Oh, hmm. I I would just. Put a coat up. I would prime it though. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I was just prime. I've done that before it. actually. Uh, I primed the whole thing and then paint on top. Yeah. Like yeah. A, and that worked. Okay. Yeah. But also, like, you you lose the glossiness. I guess if you were to, like. I could just, like, mask areas on Yes, or yes. Yeah. 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 But it does work. Yeah. I wonder I how. Use nail I mean, I wonder how well it would stick. Yeah, yeah. I'm finding out slowly. Uh, you might be able to, like, coat it in. Um, like if there's a hobby store there's this stuff called armor etch that's like a it's like a paint but if you paint it on there it'll etch through like glass and give you like more oh, grab for yeah. your surface so Ooh. i wonder if that would work to give you like a a surface yeah. that could then be painted and it would grab because i wonder if it's acrylic it'll it, i think it i feel probably like just gonna, gonna peel off they do yeah. make like glass paint, but I I like barely learned how to use mm -hmm. acrylic paint. I can't, I can't. Glass paint is cool though. Sign yeah. painters paint is yeah. really cool. Yeah. So, so all right, well, well uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's perfect, you guys. Um, doing this. Thanks for having us on your guys' podcast. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, thanks for coming on. Do an episode about how you guys met because you guys grew up grew up. Together? Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, I was growing up in uh, Pigeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pigeon. We live, no, we live next to each other for quite a while. Nice. Yeah. What Both. a fucking random night. Yeah, yeah this is great. 
no this this has been like the highlight of this trip (laughs) i think it worked it would have been really funny too if if like it turned out you guys just hated each other and we just what had the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Who, what, um, what do you think? I think we touched like a lot of subjects too, because we went from like yeah. really, really dark. Yeah, to, like, we went to really dark. We started dark, and then we went to like some stripper kids party. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, not those together, but something like that. And now butt stuff, and then cars, and we're back. We're back. And, full and then some useful information about Teddy Bear Brown. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, our one so listener fun. is going to be so happy. I mean, yeah. yeah, I use Amico. Yeah? Yeah. It's so, I mean, it really is so But good. I like, I'm kind of crazy though. I also use like custom mixed glazes and like mix Amico underglazes into the glaze. Yeah. And like, just go, fuck it. It's going to be red, hopefully. And yeah. It comes out and it's like loose red. And then I'm like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, There's actually ready. their spray stuff is pretty fun to use. Oh, I haven't used it. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. Yeah. What is this? It's oh, yeah. the I, I forgot stuff. what it's called. They just released it. Yeah, it's, it's cool. like their underglaze, but it's a spray can. Yeah. Is it like a normal size can or is it a mini? Can? It's pretty. It's like the size of like a shaving cream okay. bottle. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right? Can like here. I should get will it. Will you take yeah. a little, yeah. will you Brush send a video everything. of uh, yeah. yeah, I'll try. Yeah. I'm actually like building painful. like a bigger piece, Do like you, coiling, yeah. so I can like, like spray try spray it cool. and see what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, everything's brushed. Yeah. I mean, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I brush most of my stuff, but I would definitely try and cut corners if, if I were you and just I've, spray. <laughs> I've just tried. Yeah. Because you have space too. I mean. To like do like a spray boost, right? Uh, kind of Vent, venting would be an I issue see. yeah but I've tried I just like find that every time I spray something I end up rubbing off most of the yeah. freaking mm, glaze yeah. cause I guess it, that part would be hard with your work cause there's not like a great place to like yeah, pick it up and and, it's yeah. heavy yeah <laughs> like cause I build thick yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. I hate when people pick my stuff up, though, and they're like, oh, it's really heavy. And I'm like, why the fuck are you picking your sculptures up all the time? I mean, I remember, like, my first time at Enseca, like, seeing a Ron Myers yeah. plate. And I was like, I could fucking kill somebody with this. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, but that was like, you know, we were being taught, like, that that was, that Super was thick. And, oh, like, yeah. it, and then that was like, you know, keep it thinner. And yeah. like, now I'm just like, Half an inch is nothing. <laughs> I feel that too, like with for me, like going to like community studio and they're like telling you to like, oh, this is too thick, this is too thick. And so when I do the coiling, yeah, because um, all my stuff is like I coil them and I feel like it gets so thin that it gets to the point where I'm like scared to even touch it for myself. <laughs> or like I'll be painting them and then they'll literally just like, <laughs> yeah. that has happened so many times. Wait, do you just paint oh my them gosh. when they're greenware? Yeah, I paint them when they're greenware because I think it just sticks That's better. And yeah. also like if you were, and because like I this. hate glazing. <laughs> Me too. I, I, really? Yeah, just cause I, I'm too heavy handed. I can't handle I just, it. I just, I right? Cause yeah. if you were like, for me it's like, with underglaze especially when you paint and you're just like great this is done this is the hardest part and the rest is just like dip and clear yeah. or like brush and clear which i or mostly fix do that. whatever didn't yeah or something like sometimes because when you fire it you see the underglaze that shows up and you're like wait this one still looks exactly. patchy so yeah. get like 
a chance to like redo the the work yeah. that you didn't I mean accomplish. I just fire it straight to cone six I'm like oh that was too thin <laughs> <laughs> I mean that happens too but yeah I'm I think yeah. it's just literally like a preference thing yeah. like, I always like tell people like that I do it like I mean I always like kind of like recommend them to do it greenware but just because that's just my way especially if they're doing elaborate paintings because I feel like it's also like if you were to paint when it's this uh, when it's already fire and you're like fucked it up when you're about to do the clear glaze and or like whatever like you're messed up with the clear uh, with the glazes and you were to like rub it off then the underglaze would also comes out does yeah. that make sense yeah. yeah so i just feel like that's my process but yeah shit breaks for sure <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, you could like drop mine off a two-story building and be like, "Man, it's made, made it." Unfortunately, <laughs> Salvation Army, we're, they're not. Ugh. I feel I, that's the same. Yeah, that's the same. You could probably throw it across my studio, and it's like fine. It's just like <laughs> yeah, there. you're like oh. you just threw your. You're work trying here to break it. And it break yeah, it. I just like put it in a you box tied it behind the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna drag it behind there. <laughs> It might look better. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think I like, I just do the bisking first because I honestly am too indecisive about the things that I make. Like, yeah, I might like, once it's bisked, it's not uncommon for me to like cut a hole in something and add something to it. Right. And I'll like fucking just like put it on there. Yeah. How do you cut the hole? With, um... Like these, there's these Dremel uh, tile cutting bits. Oh, Those oh, work really well, and a, like a diamond hole saw mm -hmm. okay. bit works really like super well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I like use the tile cutting bit to like make like little notches, and then like score it. And I'll take another piece and use uh, Amico bisque fix, and just stick it on there and like clean it up and it fires i'll fire it again and have like another part i just put on there the or i'll like erase parts off of pieces like if i, I like if i stack something on there and it comes out I'm like that was a bad fucking decision i'll like take a grinder cut it off and then like just put a little piece on there and it like seals it up and I can just glaze over it, and <gasps> you'll never know. This is like next level <laughs> yeah. important information. Insane. I like. Are you sure you want this on the podcast? I mean, why not? It's awesome. When, when Whoa, I, that's proprietary info. When I first moved here, it, it would take me so long to like be able to make things that if something came out and the glaze was bad, I had a I had a diamond angle grinder. Yes. That I would take up to the ninety second street. Why just? grind the glaze off of my piece and oh my start God. over what? exactly <laughs> i do that like all the time Whoa. i'm like grinding glaze off just like hacking half of it off patching the hole and be like fucking new piece saved it <laughs> wow i mean if it works it works wow yeah. i wouldn't even i'm like oh man that sucks i guess i gotta throw it out <laughs> yeah i guess i gotta try to break it for the next six hours <laughs> That's no, crazy. I just like re also I just like reglaze it. Like re just slather it on there and like yeah. what's it? it comes out worse? Fuck it. Like, it almost never does. It always Yeah, it always <laughs> typically comes out better. Like, at least better than what I'm envisioning in my head before it goes in there. I'm like, eh. and then I open it and I'm like, oh, this is wow. I like this one. 
but yeah, yeah it's a it's a back and forth like my favorite thing to do with the amico is to put it like put thin layers of it on top of like colored glazes yeah mm-hmm. and then it does like a really nice like it's so but it, have you done that before no that's how it that's how i like make the uh all of my paintings like look any parts of the ceramic paintings that like look kind of like painterly uh, it's because I just like put glaze underneath yeah. and then brush the amico on top. Yeah. And it comes out Wait, like so like under glaze on, on top of the glaze. Yeah. What's yeah. the glaze? Like what color? So like is it, un- kind of is it under glaze, glaze, glaze and then No, usually it's just like glaze, glossy glaze, and then amico under glaze on top of it. Or the Mako stroke and coat. Wow. Good. Yeah. Huh. Nice. Yeah. And like I like my process for glazing, like I'll do like a coat or two of underglaze. And then I'll mix like a custom glaze that I've dry mixed myself, like in a ratio of like two to one with underglaze, and like add colorant to it and like make this like weird ass concoction that's like fortified (laughs) with underglaze, and then just put that on there. And it starts to give like this weird kind of model surface but it's smooth so that's great like nice. you're like i'm not gonna formulate a girl i'm not gonna formulate a place. well but i guess it goes back though to like the engineering thing the theory about like oh it's too much fucking zinc in your glaze that's why it doesn't come mm-hmm. out that color i'm like fuck this <laughs> yeah i just well, want green bam yeah 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 it's like if it doesn't come out green well fuck i know next time like don't yeah. use oh jet black <laughs> mixed with this and it turns chartreuse like <laughs> fuck that does. I mean that's like one of the, the piece in the in the clay pop show the blueberry pomegranate thing that was mm-hmm. supposed to be like maroon and I didn't know that if you fucking put maroon with my the glaze I'm using it turns lavender <laughs> oh. and I was like fuck it that's a nice color <laughs> boom done <laughs> Sending it off. And now it's blueberry. <laughs> yes, now it's blueberries. <laughs> yeah. And it matches the exhibition design. And I'm like, yeah. what in the fuck is I this? I know, like, future. Future you <laughs> like, was fucking, like prepping you yeah. for this moment all along. See, all mistakes aren't bad. I love it. I mean, ceramics is a mistake. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you learn. You <laughs> learn. Yeah. You, you learn to live with just constant disappointment. Yeah. And then you're, and then you're happy. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One hundred percent. I mean, what do you, so you use Amico Mako kind of like varying instances. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mostly mostly just like the underglazes, but then sometimes like the jungle gems and stuff like yeah. that. Okay. Every now and again I'll use like studio glazes that yeah. Up, but yeah, yeah. yeah, mostly. What about you, Cammy? I was using colored porcelain because I didn't want to deal with mm-hmm. anything. Oh, because you hated having money. I did. was like, I hate money. And now I have, oh my God, you're right. It's so expensive. So I decided to save thousands of dollars and just go with this red clay, but I'm using Amico under Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's Can I ask a a ceramics question? Oh, yeah. On a ceramics podcast. (laughs) Like a a real, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How... How do we feel about glue glazes? 
Oh, well, Gus has a good Gus. answer. <laughs> Gus, like, invented glue places no, I, in his mind. Hey, I was, a, I was an early adopter of glue, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and then I jumped ship. Cause it was, Why did you jump ship? Because everybody was making glue place stuff. And it's, like, oversaturated. Yeah, and it was just, like... It was at, like somebody at one point said, like I met somebody at like in Seeker or something, and they're like, "Oh, you're." They're like, we were like talking. They're like, oh, "I love your work," and then someone was like, "Oh yeah, you no, know, he's like one of those like gloop glaze guys." And I was just like, "Oh, you're like, oh. Oh. You're like I'm a head out." Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did you just call <laughs> me? Like, done. The SpongeBob meme. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I'm try like, and take it a step farther. Yeah. And just make it nice glaze. No, no, no. One step like, further. Actually just gonna, like Zen. Like I. I'm no, I'm talking. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, go ahead, say it. But I, I, I want to find this really old ceramic recipe that I had that we made in undergraduate. That it was like a foam glaze, and it fired super low. But after you fired it, you could tool it with an open flame. What? You could like change its shape. Whoa. Would it just like flake off? No. Into dust? No. It was so low that you could like mess around with it? Like once it had like, like once it went through the firing cycle and like went to like 08, mm-hmm. it was like set and you could literally like take a torch and hit it and it would heat red up, red hot at room temperature and you could take a pen tool and like drag it through it. Mm. Ooh, like oh. molten glass. Yeah. It was cool. weird. I wanted to find that. That's pretty cool. I remember that it was really low it had like bone ash and some other weird shit in it oh, yeah, yeah. i was low. like did it have like borax i think so team. yeah it had like borax frit like maybe like a kaolin and then like um yeah maybe like bone ash and something else it's cool and it was like weird I can't believe people haven't figured out something sweet to do with Egyptian paste yet. Yeah. Like, what's up with that? Yeah. I made a bunch of Egyptian paste pieces, and they all went, they all turned white. Yeah. Uh, Like, they were, like, turquoise blue, and they were so, the color is so beautiful. Where are those exactly? Egyptian paste is, like, not glass, and it's not clay. Okay. It's, like, right in between, and it fires really, really low temperature, Mm. like, not like lower than 04 maybe mm-hmm. like 08 but the colors are just like beautiful beautiful and it's a, it's a self glazing too mm. like they're yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's, it's like soda soda yeah i think yeah. soda ash and so like you you like make a thing you leave it out to dry and it grows like crystals on the surface yeah. and that would when you fire it that's what glazes the surface over uh, yeah actually really yeah cool. I have like a question for you three again. <laughs> okay. Back to no. Um, it's more like, do you like have inspiration of like artists that are like non ceramicists that you're like looking at? Right most now and of you the admire? most of the people that I look at for inspiration have nothing to do with. Ceramics. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. I, it's in a similar way where someone was like you're the gloop glaze whatever yeah i've been called fucking matt wadle or kinsuke uh, yamada so many times that i want to like doesn't even look it's not it used to though oh really? like it like in like undergraduate tyler they were like literally like you're the next matt wadle and i was like uh, i want to fucking shoot myself 
You were just making like a giant June connection. Well, I, was, I made like at Tyler, I made like these huge heads, like these three foot tall by three foot wide, like heads. Yeah. And they were like, oh, like here the next night. Wait a minute. I fucking destroyed that piece that <laughs> night. Like I took a picture of it and hit it square in the fucking forehead with a hammer. And I was like, done. It's <laughs> over. And yeah, that's the worst when someone's like, like they just oh, ruin you it. Know what you, this reminds me so much of XYZ. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I was th- th- this one didn't bother me as much, but I I do remember it was someone was looking at my studio. It was like a friend of mine being yeah. a dick. It was uh, Henry Christman. Fucking Henry. And, and, and he was like, fucking he was like, Henry. He's like, oh, this is just like shitty Ron Nagel. And I was like, ah oh, man, <laughs> fucking sucks. motherfucker, take your kiln yeah. and drive the fuck yeah, away. Yeah. He has a kiln <laughs> on a trailer. <laughs> why? Why do you? Why do you ask? Oh, I actually I wanted to. Do you know who Janie Corn is? No. Um, she is a candle maker, and I think there's something fascinating about her work. Like she's like inspired me a lot. Like just seeing how she does it, and it's weird because it's like a sculpt. It's a sculpture in yeah. a way, and her stuff is really cute. Huh. Um, but I'm just curious, like something oh, yeah. that's similar to like ceramics or oh. paintings, because I feel like you your stuff is like. It's like actually that's the thing that I'm like trying to like I'm trying to be like the next like Gustav Hamilton in a way. <laughs> it's like Whoa. mixing yeah. like which we'll never get there. Um, but it's like mixing like two D and three D yeah. into this, and that's how I at least that's how I view. I don't know if you view like that with your work, but that's how I view it. It's like you found like the perfect balance of blending something that is sculptural, but there's the painting element of it, and that's fun. Thanks. That's yeah. nice. I yeah. said something nice to yeah. you. Yeah. No, it's but sincere. seriously, no. That's seriously, so nice. no. <laughs> never no, seriously, like, for real. Like, Thanks. Yeah. For me, that's, like, I like seeing people that do, yeah. like, m- like paint. Like, I love, like, paintings yeah. and, like, yeah. illustrations and stuff like that. And, like, yours yeah. is, like... I, like, like, I, like, I like, really love painting. That's, like, I yeah. think most of what I look at. But... <laughs> okay, you guys, thank you so much for being on the Ceramics Podcast. This was great. Gus, did I you like feel so. good about it? It was Yeah, I had so much fun. Thanks, guys. Thanks no, for, thank yeah, you this for is, having us. Yeah, this is great. Uh, okay, well, let's end it there. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Excellent. We did it. We did oh it. It was so good. It took the end. It took yes, all it this took to get whole, to the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the first like five minutes are really stressful, and then yeah. you're like, oh yeah, I'm just talking to like yeah. you. are like, these guys just aren't smart. My favorite They're tools. Not smarter than me. <laughs> What's your favorite tool? A rolling pin. Oh. To beat myself in the face. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, I'm turning the recorder off. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thank you.